Welcome to another episode of Expert Access. This is Danella Burnett with Encore Elite Events and Speakers Need to Speak. And I love to bring you experts that we meet around the world through speaking and live events. And if you'd like to be in this chair, definitely get in touch with our team at Speakers Need to Speak. So welcome back to another episode of Expert Access, where we bring you the experts to help you have a better life, have a more profitable business, and meet incredible people. And I'm so excited to introduce you to our expert today. I actually brought her into our speakers community as a guest expert, and she had so much fun, she stayed. So I'm excited to introduce you to Bridget Callahan. She is on a mission to end slide shame. Let's talk about what that is about. What is slide shame and why are you on a mission to end it? Well, I help people up-level their slides to match their expertise. And it, invariably, I see a speaker get up on stage, they turn on their slides and then immediately make an excuse for their slides not being that great. So that to me is slide shame. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you who are in the audience, uh, either you are a speaker or maybe you've been to a presentation before. We're talking about the slides that go up on the screen that are supposed to help the speaker engage the audience, give you a, a little bit more context. That's not always the case though, is it? I think 95% of all the slideshows I've seen and I've pulled everybody that I've touched base with that uh, has experienced that boring slideshow. And my mission is to end the pandemic of death by PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Death by PowerPoint. We don't want to have any of that. No. So what got you into this field? You, you've got quite an extensive background that, that led you to ending slide shame. And no well, more I've death. always wanted to be an artist and okay. I got a degree in college in art. And my second job right out of college was working for an event company. And I had no idea what an event company did. I just knew how to do graphic design and I learned on the job. I was there five years and it was amazing how they created these visuals. They go on these big screens and, um, and what they put on the slides and how it engages these audiences. I mean, these sales meetings are really expensive and they, they you know ship all their sales reps out to these meetings every year. And what, what are they doing to engage them and to inspire them, to send them back to their business, to do some great things for the year. And that was my learning, learning curve. And this was before computers. So I learned how to create slides by a drawing board. And um, the, the, the whole aspect of designing a slide, you know, it starts with a soundtrack. It starts with a script and then a soundtrack. And from there they create storyboards. And then from there they handed me the storyboards and I would create the art from that. So I tell people, you know, don't just open PowerPoint or whatever slideshow you're using and start creating your slides. You have to have your idea done. You have to have your stories done. You have to have, what are you going to visualize? Like a, a storyboard, so to speak. And then you go create your slides. Yeah, that is not how most speakers do no, it. No. So I will, I, I will, I, audience, all of you here are with me. I'm going to take this one for all of us. That is not how most speakers put together their presentations. Usually it's, oh, I've got to do this quick, put a couple of words on a slide. Maybe it's going to give me a little hint, a little tip, how my, my talk or my presentation is supposed to go. And 
We want to make it clear and easy for the audience to read. So we'll use a white background with black lettering. Well, it you know makes why? sense to me. You know why we do that? It's the, the default slide that comes up when you open PowerPoint. <laughs> and, you know, we see other people use it. So we think, oh, that's how it's done. But what they don't realize is the effect on the brain. So when you use a white background, it's like shining a, a flashlight in your eyes. Our eyes go to the light. And so we're looking at um, the bright spots of a photo and or, or an image or a slide. And so if the bright spots are the background, then we have to conjugate and reverse. What are these letters? What are these words? Put the words together. Okay, now I see a sentence. Oh, they want me to read full bullet, four bullets. After about 10 minutes of doing this, you go brain dead. It's like you can't even look at another slide. And what happens after that is you're hearing, you stop listening. So the speaker is not making a difference for you at this point and you've lost your audience. Not good. No. <laughs> so as a speaker, you know, we, we try to break this up a little bit. We interject an image or two. Yes. We're getting so much better now. This was, this was where I was at. Uh, thinking I had a fairly decent presentation when I asked Bridget to come in and do a masterclass for our community of speakers. And um, when we come back, I'm going to tell you what I said to Bridget <laughs> that both caused her to join our community and redo my slides. Hey, as business owners, you know, one of the things that's left on the table so often is a simple thank you. A simple thank you can be the difference between generating a referral and not generating a referral. Well, over at thankyouondemand.com, they put together an amazing platform that you can take for a test drive for 14 days for free. All you have to do, go plug in your information and you will see this really cool system that will allow you to send a thank you postcard, greeting card, or even a personalized and customized gift with a simple click of a button. So go check it out. Thank you on demand.com to start your free trial today. So thank you for joining us again. We're here with expert access and we're here with Bridget Callahan, who is a master when it comes to helping speakers and uh, consultants and coaches have incredible presentations to go with their message. So I had invited Bridget to come in and do a masterclass with our Speakers Need to Speak community. And as she was giving everybody tips and tools and here's the, uh, the don't, here's the do, I'm realizing that my slide presentation pretty much could be all of her examples for what not to do. It was white, <laughs> background with black lettering. There weren't a lot of images. The images were small. They didn't really go with the words. There were too many words. They were all the same size word. I mean, pretty much as she's going through her tips, I'm realizing that's my presentation. So I came to Bridget and I said, I think that I'm going to be your first customer <laughs> out of our community and we need you here. Go through, I gave a little bit of a, of a hint there, but go through some of the tips that you go through uh, in your master classes. Well, I think bottom line is I tell people when I first start presenting is like, after my presentation, you'll never look at a slideshow the same way again. And I make that promise because you're gonna get new distinctions of what to look for and what doesn't work so well. 
And so in my talk, I, I walk through before and after slides and I'll show um, some examples of clients work that I worked with. And I, I have one slide that uh, he said that this was um, a, a, a sales funnel and it didn't look like a sales funnel. Well, it just looked like boxes with text in it. He says, that's my sales funnel. It's like, okay, it doesn't come across as a sales funnel. So I redesigned it and I showed him, it's like, oh, I didn't know it could look that way. That looks awesome. And then the other slide was just the words hot seat. Now we all know a lot of coaches offer hot seats to their community, you know, come sit in the hot seat for 10 minutes and we'll get some laser coaching. And I said, oh, we need a picture for this. We can't just have the words hot seat. And he says, no, I don't need a picture. No, it's fine. And I found this hot seat that was awesome. And what it was, it looked like one of those very comfortable leather chairs you see in ho old hotels. And you just want to sit in it and melt in it. It's great. But it's surrounded by desolate um, desert, you know, uh, sand and clouds, like an impending storms coming up. So you have that you know, feeling of a hot seat. It's comfortable. I want to go there, but it's gonna, it's gonna be scary. <laughs> and when I showed it to him, he, he, he decided that was his best slide ever. It was just an image. Well, I know one of my favorite slides now, uh, we talk about in our community about having building blocks and the speaker's journey, you know, having these blocks that you pick up on a regular basis and that creates your journey. Bridget put together an amazing slide of a pile of bricks. And then the next slide is that pile of bricks becoming a brick walkway. I mean, it, it invokes so much emotion. And you know exactly what I mean when I'm talking about that from the stage. So I am couldn't be more thrilled with what my slides look like now. And I want to give some tips to, you know, the folks in the audience. You know, obviously we think they should come to you as the expert <laughs> and have you take a look at their slides. But what are some of the things that they should be looking for specifically um, with their slides? Well, it's hard to look at your own slides because you're judging yourself. And so what I what I try to teach is distinctions. And when you go out and see other people present, be noticed of how you react to the slides. And, you know, a lot of people put text on the slides as their reminder of what to say. And what that's doing is it's showing your cheat notes to the audience. And as an audience member, I'm looking, wow, he's not really prepared. Um, can I really trust him? Do I want to invest in this person? So your authority goes down, your credibility goes down. Mm -hmm. And um, when I talk about the Hollywood effect and what is the Hollywood effect, but having really great visuals, very little text, and, and we need the speaker to speak to it. When I see a great slide deck and slide sorter view and I have no idea what they're talking about, I get really excited because I need them to speak to it. I need them to tell me what's the story here. And we're used to th creating slides that we're going to hand out later and they're going to get the whole story from those slides. It, no, that's not it. They need you to speak to it. So, you know, some of the things are finding really great images that evoke to the story that you're telling. Others is like maybe a word or two, you know, maybe five words max, but it's just telling a thought or a hint of what you're talking about. And you may stay on one slide for five minutes. You may stay on one slide for 10 seconds. It really depends on the story or the strings of stories you're telling. Uh, so that reminded me as you were uh, were sharing that, some of the things to uh, think about. Biggest pet peeve of speakers with slides is the ones who read the slide <laughs> to you. I know. Well, how do we as an audience member feels when they're reading the slides? We feel like they think I'm stupid. I know how to read. 
Um, and, and yet they feel like I've seen this done before. I've got to read it to them. It's up right. on the slide. And what happens is we feel stupid as an audience. And then we feel like, well, this, this speaker's not really prepared. And, and what happens is when you put text on a slide, we're compelled, I mean, compelled to read it. So what are you doing when you're reading it? You're not listening to the speaker and you're trying to read it and, and make sense of it for yourself. It takes so much brain power to just get through the reading while someone's talking. But if you had a picture up there and they're talking and they're telling a picture, that picture acts like the, the, the glue for the story. You're gonna remember mm -hmm. 10 times yep. more from that story than looking at words and, and bullets on a slide. So we're gonna come back uh, from this break because we're talking about kind of the visual and the ease of reading and the ease for the speaker. and But we're gonna talk about some serious money difference that this makes. Mm. So if you're a speaker or a business owner, you give a salesperson, you give presentations, you're gonna to wanna to come back after this break because we're gonna talk about how this is gonna make a big difference in your bottom line. We'll be right back with Expert Access and Bridget Callahan. Do you want to save time and make more money for all your businesses? Well, you've got to check out this brand new tool at makemoneywithmail.com. This is a platform that's going to allow you to create customized and personalized greeting cards and gifts that the company will send out on your behalf, all tied back to you. Now, here's what's really cool. They have a platform inside the system that's going to allow you to target and create amazing highly highly focused leads things based on like credit score geographic location even political affiliation anything you can think of you type in and the system will spit out leads for you highly targeted at 10 cents a piece you can check all this out at makemoneywithmail.com go check it out your business is going to thank you So welcome back to this issue of expert access. And we're sitting here with Bridget Callahan, who is a PowerPoint expert on a mission to end slide shame. If you're a speaker, an author, you're a salesperson, gives presentations, you're gonna to wanna to tune in to this segment because we're talking about some serious money. The difference between having a slide presentation that works with you, works for you, and one that works against you. So you've got some amazing examples of work that you've done and how it's made a difference for your clients. So give us a few examples of that. Well, I have one client who helps people write their book and she did training and speak to sell and she had her own stage and, and spoke, but she wasn't very compelling. And she had a guest on her talk on her three day event, who was one of my clients and he rocked the room Everyone went to back of the room to buy his products. And she's like, oh, I want slides like him. And so she called me two weeks later and says, I, I got invited to speak on a stage for 75 people. And uh, I've never spoken to that number before. And they're only giving me 30 minutes and I have to sell a $2,000 product. So it's like, there's a lot of challenges there because most speak to sell, you need to speak for an hour or more to sell something at that level. That's number one. But number two, when she was given this opportunity, I said, you know what, what do you have to lose? You know, let's up the game of your presentation so that it's so engaging. It's so compelling. It looks like nothing else they've seen before. So they're going to sit up in their chair 
they're going to pay attention. They're going to listen to you. You're going to be proud because you won't have that slide shame. You're going to be so connected with your material. You're going to 10x your presentation just right there. Uh, one little secret, though, I made her practice every day and send me the tape. So if it's only 30 minutes, just send me a tape every day, 30 minutes. And she did that. So that made a big difference, too. Well, I want to give a, a definition for some of our audience who may not know what speak to sell is. That's when you're a speaker on a stage and you're actually going to be asking people at the end of your talk to bring out a credit card and go ahead and make a decision to buy a product or a service or a program right then and right there. So imagine 30 minutes, not a long period of time and, she, and compelling enough yeah. to get people to buy a product. And she... Um, that first talk, she did pretty good, but she did so well in front of the event producer's eyes, she got asked back. And the next time she spoke, it was 300 people. In 30 minutes, she made $72,000. So you tell me if that was worth it. I think so. Sign me up. Well, I did sign up. <laughs> so Bridget, I will speak from personal experience. Um, when you redid my slides and the first time that I had an opportunity to give a talk after you uh, gave my slides, it just gave me such confidence because I knew they weren't boring. I had images and I've had visions of what I wanted my slides to look like. But, you know, as a busy entrepreneur and a busy speaker, had never been able to take the time to be creative mm -hmm. and get that done at the same time. So I know what that feeling is like. But give a couple other examples of some. Well, one example I like was, you know, after about six months of working with the slides I created for you, you were kind of changing up your talk a little bit. And remember the series of slides I created for the um, one to many conversation? Mm -hmm. yep. And it was one of these things I knew I'm not going to be able to hand this off to one of my artists because this needs some thought, this needs some strategy, and I see some animation involved, but the animation is ubiquitous. You know, most people won't notice the animation because they're used to television and, you know, people say, oh, I, I can do this in PowerPoint. It's like, don't do the animation just because you think it's going to make you look good. It doesn't. Okay. I use animation that, that is hidden in a way. You don't even notice that it's moving, but it makes sense. And so we did this one-to-many conversation and we started out with an image and we see the back of this woman and she's on a Zoom call talking to one person and said, um, you know, if you speak to one person for an hour, like a strategy session, and maybe you sell your product, you could make $8,000 in one hour. What if you could speak to, to many people? Like, let's say you speak to 15 people in an hour, right? Like, like a talk. And let's say five people buy your product. So five times eight, that's $40,000 you made in one hour. So can you see um, what, what your time is worth is basically what we ended with. Yeah, and it's a great series of slides and it just rolls. And like you said, I love the way that you uh, designed it in my presentation because it just flows. And if people are listening to me, they almost don't see that it's grown and then <laughs> there it is when we show, you know, the compound effect of uh, networking with many people and sharing with many people at the same time. So what are some uh, top two, you're a speaker, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur in the audience, and you want to make a big difference at your next presentation? Well, one is, um, you know, in Hollywood, when they create a movie, they don't just turn on a camera and put an actor in front of them. And that's pretty much what you do when you open PowerPoint and start to create your talk. So you wanna start with an outline, okay? 
And then I look at like, you're telling strings of stories. All right, so you string your stories together. Then from there you can storyboard. And it doesn't, you don't have to draw anything. You could just say, okay, in this story, I see images of this and you can list images. Once you have that storyboard outline, then you can go start finding your images. And really just full frame images. There's some great photo banks that are free and low cost that you can find some really great images. And it's building this Hollywood effect of like full frame, a visual that tells a story and that you get to speak to. And I, I, I equate it to when we were little kids, you know, and our parents read us a book before bed and we got all excited because we want to hear the story. But even more, we wanted to see the picture, you know, show me the picture on that page, you know, and, and we've probably seen it many times, but we connect that picture with the verb, with the verbal, what they're saying. And we have 10 times more of the memory of the story than without it. So you, you've heard a picture's worth a thousand words. If you could find great imagery that people remember what you said, even five years later, that can build some authority. Thank you so much. So we're here with Expert Access, where we bring you the experts that are going to help you up-level your business, be more profitable, and have a more happy and productive life. So thank you so much, Bridget, for joining us today on a mission to end slide shame. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what's next for you. All right. Expert access. We'll be right back. Appreciation will win out over self-promotion every single time. Appreciation is the cornerstone of businesses. At Thank You On Demand, you can set up your 14-day trial to take our appreciation machine for a spin. This machine is going to allow you to send a customized and personalized thank you card, postcard, or even gift with one click of a button. It all starts today at thankyouondemand.com. So welcome back to Expert Access, and we're sitting here with expert Bridget Callahan, who is on a mission to end slide shame. And we've been talking about PowerPoints and slide decks and, and having this image of a speaker up on a stage with a big screen. Mm -hmm. But for the last two years, we've been on the little screen. So is this relevant? Is this important today? Absolutely. I mean, any visuals you put up, and a visual could be just text on a slide, they're gonna either relate to it or they're gonna be turned off by it. So either if you're on a big screen or you're in a virtual environment, those slides are just as important. There's a little bit different considerations to make, but they're minor, you know, like, you know, one person in front of the screen, they're right next to the screen. You can have smaller text if you need to, but really you don't wanna put a lot of that text on it. You wanna be talking to it and you wanna be sharing stories, strings of stories, just like that little children's book and um, stay away from all those bulleted text slides. People are compelled to put it on there because they think they need to see this. No, they don't. If you want to give them a handout later or show it really quickly, but don't read it to them and don't make them read it to them because that's where they're going to get brain dead. So it's really, you know, and a lot of people think, well, I have PowerPoint, I can create my own slides, but they don't have the distinctions and the understanding of how we view stuff. But I gotta tell you, I think you do because most people grow up on television. We know what we like, we know what we don't like. Pay attention to what you like and why. And can you convey that in a slide? That's what I do. I watch the morning news, you know, the national news and they show all the great um, stories of what's happening, the visuals and the lettering and all that kind of stuff. And that's where I get my ideas. Well, I like how they showed that. I'm gonna make that into a slide. 
Fantastic. So uh, I want to uh, point out that, you know, Bridget has been in the event space and working with speakers and event hosts for many, many years. But you've just recently yourself become a speaker and getting out and becoming more visible. Uh, what is that like for you and creating your own slide presentation? Well, you know, before I was behind the screen, I, I did a lot of live events where I would run their computers. It's known as a graphics op, working backstage, wearing headsets, helping speakers, you know, get ready before they go on stage. Never ever were we allowed to be on stage. Um, we're behind the stage. And so for me to say, hmm, can I tell a story? Can, can I go on stage? It, it was scary. It took me a couple of years to wrap my brain around it. And then I realized the mission I created to end the pandemic of death by PowerPoint. Imagine all slideshows are like a Hollywood movie. What would that do for you when the next time you, you go on a Zoom or you go to an event and you know this is gonna be a great presentation, like something I've never seen before. That's what I like to provide for my clients because they're gonna stand out. People are gonna go, wow, I've never seen something like that before. And, and, and it just gives them that extra confidence and it helps the audience so much more. They get that Uber connection with them. Fantastic. So, and as part of your deciding to get more visible and get out on stages, uh, you joined our Speakers Need to Speak community and uh, in our book, Visibility, Success Stories from Elite Leaders Making an Impact from the Stage. And talk about what you your focus was in the uh, stories there. Well, what was interesting is I told myself, I, I don't read books. I'm not really good at reading. I like pictures. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never write a book. <laughs> and when she offered this, I'm like, hmm, okay, how many words do I have to write? And, and then I just put myself in my, in my client's position. I say, what, what stories can you tell? And I actually revealed the story of how my stepfather and I didn't get re along really well, even though he's a very successful salesman. And one day I was in fifth grade. I came home um, and told my mom, hey, I won second place in the art contest at school. I was so proud. She was proud. And my stepfather was in the background going, you'll never make money as an artist. And it's like, I, right there, I decided I'm going on a mission to prove him wrong. And I was going to get a degree in art. I'm going to make money as an artist. And, you know, I've kicked butt and I love what I do. And I just want to make a difference for art, all artists out there. Like pursue your passion. You can make a living at it and, and do what you love. And it just, it, it, it makes your life so much more rich. Ah. What a great note to end on. No more starving artists, no more death by PowerPoint, no more slide shame. So you heard it here on Expert Access. And I think you had one or two tips that you wanted to uh, leave with our audience. We heard one before, but what was that second tip that you wanted to leave? Well, maybe that was it. I, I actually covered both tips, but I do have a final thought. Okay. Your success is by design. You heard it here. Expert Access with Danella Burnett, where we bring you the experts to bring you tools, tactics, techniques to have a better and more rich life. This is Danella Burnett with Expert Access, and we'll be back next week with another incredible expert to help you as an entrepreneur. And if you'd like to be in this chair, definitely get in touch with our team at Speakers Need to Speak, and we look forward to bringing you another episode of Expert Access next week. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.